Tyreek Hill has been traded from Kansas City to Miami. When Tyreek Hill left the roster, I put Kansas City third in the AFC West. They have two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, and four sevens in this draft. That's a lot of picks. Brett's building this thing back uh, to where we feel comfortable so that we can go win on Sundays. Hello and welcome to another Arrowhead Sport podcast. Tonight you got myself, Neil. I'm joined by Chris. How you doing, Chris? Good man, thank you. Yourselves? I'm fine, thank you for asking. And Owen, Owen, how are you, my man? Hello, I'm good. Excellent. We we just learnt in the pre-game chat there that Owen is a safety for uh, a team, <laughs> which I never knew before, and I was quite surprised by. Well, it's been about a month. It's been about four weeks um, that I've been at the team. Um, I used to play at uni for a little bit. Um, could never really get the team off the ground in terms of like playing in the university leagues, but uh, just trained with them and played a couple of games. Um, but yeah, just started decided to get into it. You know, New Year, fitness, and all that would, jazz. Would you class yourself as a, a Tyrion Matthew Honey Badger style safety <laughs> or a kind of a one Thornhill roam around the back of the end kind of? I mean, put me, put me wherever you want me, and I and I'll make plays. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the shorter side. <laughs> I'm on the shorter side, so I'm I'm going for that. You know that that Tyrion Matthew. Yeah, I was gonna say Honey Badger is not that big. Yeah, yeah. Do you have well, that vicious streak in you? I mean, I think I think it was it was Tyrion Matthew in KC that kind of like you know gave me that motivation. Like, oh, I could I reckon I could you know have some fun there because uh, I saw how much fun he was having on the field. Um, other than when he was getting pissed off at Dan Sorensen, um, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, no, I, I saw him too, Matthew, and, and it, you know he's a bit a pretty inspirational guy. Um, so yeah, safety, but you know I'm just, just getting just started. Don't follow it's good his fun. Twitter foot. Don't follow in his Twitter foot. <laughs> yeah, the hormonal badger. <laughs> fighting with all your fans. <laughs> Let's face it, you you weren't uh, going to be an offensive lineman, though, were you? <laughs> oh no, 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 you're close though. Lacking six no, foot six I height. <laughs> I'd be the you, same. you what? You're five nine, and uh, I, I'm going to take a guess about one seventy-ish, roughly pounds. God knows what I weigh. No, um, yeah, I'm, I know, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying myself. to guess from from seeing you I'd when we're in KC. One, I'm going to go. I'm going to put you about one seventy. One ninety. What are you in stones and pounds? I don't know. know. <laughs> what? I mean, I, I don't. I don't measure myself. I don't, I don't weigh myself. It's, it's He's twenty three. He doesn't yeah. need to. Well, get I'm also. I'm really. I'm really terrible at judging like measurements. So like, I, I couldn't tell you if, if like a lamppost was ten meters away from me or, or three meters away from me. Like, I'm really bad at that sort of like uh, judging and, and guessing distances and measurements in general. So I couldn't even give you a ballpark. Oh, and... terrible at that sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, you're a bloke. We're all terrible at guessing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> carry it. Needs carry a measuring tape in my back pocket. Not one of us ever get it right, do we? <laughs> Just ask the wives. Chris, if you were playing, what position would you be? Uh, I would like. This is completely off topic from where it, I thought you we were going. Let's ride. If it. I had the height and the weight to do it, I would love to be an edge. I would love to be that kind of that edge. Whether it's a power edge, whether it's a, a speed rusher. I don't care. I just, I'd love to get after the quarterback. I would love to kind of do the job, get it done, you know, get them into a kind of third and long situation, that kind of thing. But you know, I'm not bothered about beating the guy that sets the edge and being able to stop the run. I just want to smash the quarterback. But, you know, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm nowhere near that. <laughs> like 5'10 and about, well, too heavy. 
but not in a good way. <laughs> what about you, Neil? Where would, where would you play? Uh, a wide receiver, without a doubt. 6'2 and about 190 pounds, that'd be ideal. Granted, my body fat's probably a little high on this side there, um, but yeah, height, height, weight-wise, yeah, I'd, I'd probably be wide receiver. I used to be relatively quick when I was younger, and now not so much. But yeah, back back when I was young, wide receiver, I would have gone definitely. Nice. We've got the makings of a team here. Yeah, absolutely. We're working our way through. I mean, what's your, what I'd love it... to go against. I'd love to go against Owen in practice and see if he could cover me. That would be. Fun. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll find a we'll find a field in Dublin, shall we? Somewhere. That's a deal. Yeah, that's a deal. I, I know a few of those. Croke Park. Go Get there. everybody there. Yeah. Oh Jesus, yeah. Get eighty thousand there watching you. Oh. Let's just just do it before the Guinness is all I ask. Before the Guinnesses start flowing, which is pretty much as soon as we land. Um, uh, before you, you take off, anyway. possibly. Yeah. As you're leaving, well, no, I think I'm, I think I'm going to save myself. I think on the day, I think I'm going to save myself on the Guinness until I land because. Having one in the airport in Manchester is just, it's gonna, yeah. I, I need to so wait until I'm actually in, in, in the, well, no, not not for how much I drink, because I'm gonna have a beer at the airport, but I mean, just for the taste of Guinness, I feel like I need yeah, to save actually. myself to have that Dublin Guinness. Guinness doesn't travel. I feel like we might have we might have to do a, a tour of good Guinness pubs. They'll have to put me thinking cap on there. Oh, no. I mean, Can I'm we sure move they're on all from this right? chat, please, because, you know, unfortunately, for oh, course, yeah. people who are listening oh, out there, course, you know, for the, yeah. the subscribers, Myself and a friend of mine who were going to go have been royally shafted by Ryanair, who nobody, but nobody wants to see a passport. However, Ryanair have taken that policy decision, in inverted commas, they want to see a passport, not a driving license. So, unfortunately, I'm out, in the words of the dragons. Even Passport Control in Dublin don't want to see Chris's passport, and he still can't get on the fucking plane. It's just unbelievable, it's, honestly. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. So, how pissed off is uh, an understatement. So, I'm all in for Germany. So that's well, we'll we'll film the one-on-ones that me and Neil do anyway for you, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> we, we have got to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. We, we'll find a way to we'll find a way to do this. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Um. Right. So apparently the Chiefs played last week, did they? After after yeah. how long have we spent there? Six minutes of rambling. Um. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Chiefs beat the Jags, did they? Yeah. Had he, anything happened in the game? Uh. I can't remember what score it was. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Did anything happen in the game? Anything. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. Only, only the longest touchdown drive in Chiefs postseason history. Wow! And what? Wow. Patrick must have played really well on that one. Mm. Oh, <laughs> hang on a minute. No, he didn't, because he wasn't playing at the time. Absolutely. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how worried were you when you saw him go down? Eleven. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was through the roof. Yeah, I was. I my heart sunk. Honestly, it was. Yeah, it was not looking good. Because at first, I thought, oh, it might, might be done. I thought, I thought that's it. It's, it's, mm, yeah. it's gonna be a slug it out. Chiefs versus Browns divisional round game from last year of just like, mm. was it last year with the Browns? Uh, no, a couple of years. Ago. A couple of years ago. Yeah, of just like Chad Henney, just just trying to survive and trying to keep the Chiefs in it. Um, I mean, he came back in the yeah, Mahomes, but um, yeah, at the first there, I thought, oh, please, Chad, just 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 do wonders. Well. And yeah, yet, did. It, it never <laughs> it, did, yeah. it never really felt like we weren't going to win the game, mm. did it? Like if, no. to me I was never even though he we went out I wasn't 
particularly concerned because I, I think just... I think when they brought it to twenty to seventeen, I think at one point I was a bit like, oh, like this this could go like if you know if Mahomes takes another hit or if like you know he just can't get it done because of his injury and he's not as mobile or if the injury slows him down, I thought they could have a chance. I think they went they they brought it to three point game. Oh, Towards, they did twenty the to seventeen. Yeah, with I got a bit worried 11, then. 11.53 left in the fourth quarter, yeah. but then Chiefs go on a ten-play, seventy-five-yard touchdown drive of their own, make it a ten-point game, and it's game over. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to me, with the game, it, it it put it back into perspective for me that I don't want us to have to rely, unfortunately, on Chad Henney. You know, look at all these, but he was he's done his you time. Wash your mouth out there. He's all right. Five of seven for 23 yards and a passer rating of 114.9. Right, if you're a Dolphins <laughs> fan, or if you are a 49ers fan, you know, these guys, they've kind of, they've struggled this year with the quarterbacks. You know, they've lost them to injury. Two went out. Then you're bringing in Teddy Bridgewater. He goes out. Bringing Skylar Thompson in, he's having to he's having to push your offense on. Um, they don't seem that bad. They seem like they're okay. The one that surprised me is you get um, Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo out, and then you get Brock Purdy, Mister Irre- Irrelevant himself, comes in and looks like an absolute dream. I was thinking, Do you know, what? I don't want to have to rely on Chad Henney. He's done a decent job over the years, but. He's not the guy for us. We need some kind of decent, young kind of chip on his shoulder quarterback who's got something to prove. He's got a career that he's going to try and gain for himself. I was wishing for and hoping that we had Shane Bichelle on the sideline at that time and not Chad Henney. What? And I think, to me, really? you know what? And I'm, I'm, doing a, I'm, to, honestly, I'm doing a piece on the Chiefs free agent class this year and I think that Chad Henney is done after this season and we you wash your mouth I, 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 I completely <laughs> do if we don't draft a backup quarterback I think it's Shane Bichelle is the, the backup and that for me I'm much happier with that than I am with Chad Henney sorry to sound uh, negative that, but that has shook me to the core that has bollocks <laughs> like would, would you have been happy with Shane Bichelle going into the game on Saturday night. I'd have been happier than Chad Henney going at the game, yeah. Really? I would, yeah. Because really? have you not seen did you not see him in pre season, in the pre season games last year and this year? He looked he's got that zip about him, he's got that kind of chip on his shoulder. He's got he's not afraid. He's not afraid to throw the ball. Have you seen Chad Henney playing in the fucking playoffs? I have, yeah. Give me the play give me the playoffs of a pre season. Any day of oh, the week. Oh, absolutely. I agree. But I just think that he's got what it takes. I think he's up there with kind of like, I think he could do what a Brock Purdy could do. I think he's got that chip on his shoulder. I think he's got the talent. He's got that something about him that fits. He's more like Patrick Mahomes than Chad Henney is. But in that moment when you're in the playoffs and you have a quarterback like Chad Henney who's been in the system, who's done it in the playoffs against the Browns, like I said, when Patrick Mahomes went out a couple of years yeah, ago, yeah, knows Andy Reid, Andy Reid knows him. Like, I feel like you could scheme around Chad Henney better just because of his experience, not only in the league, but with the Chiefs as well, because he's been there for that for that time. Yeah. And he's got that like that um, rapport with Andy Reid and, and the system in general. Yeah. I think in, in, in general. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 
yeah, I, I just feel like he, he's he's more used to that 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 offense, and and I think put in that moment when it's divisional round game, okay, go string a drive together. He went out there and did it, like he, you know, just like he's done it before in the he playoffs. He did absolutely, he did, but it was that he did it once in the playoffs for us, and that was the thing. I was a little bit nervous. I was thinking, do you know what? Young kids, they've got no fear, and I feel like that it's a, a similar kind of thing to the way that Brock Purdy's played this year. I felt, you know what, this guy, if he was there, he'd have no fear, and I like, I do like him as a backup. I really do. And but then there's a, there's a close line though between being fearless and being reckless. Oh, absolutely, like it's a thin line. And I think when when you when your star quarterback goes out, and and it's not like you know an ACL tear. It's not like he's been carted off the field. Mm. There's a chance he can come back, and he wants to come back yeah, on yeah, no yeah. matter what. I mean, you saw him on the sideline. Yeah. You just need a guy to tide us over and not throw a pick six oh, yeah. and, and not do make a stupid mistake. You need someone just to tide us over until we know whether Patrick Mahomes is coming back on the field or Let's not. Let's not forget one thing, though. Shane Bichelle's been with the organisation now for two years. He's also... He doesn't just go off rogue. The players are called for him. You know, He's able to do it. I think he's... For me, honestly, he will be... I'm, I'm calling it now. He'll be the backup to Patrick Mahomes next year. He'll get some playing time. And I think he'll surprise people. He will do. I mean, yeah, Chad Henney is 37. Like, he, he's getting on a bit. Like, you know, nothing's <laughs> not far the time. So, yeah. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. rephrase. In terms of the NFL age. Absolutely. He's it's still in the bit. I'm pro glad you clarified yeah, that. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah me, me and Neil are both over that age now. Yeah, no offence, guys. Yeah. <laughs> in, terms of his, in terms of his pro sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah duration he's getting on a bit um so you know breathe some fresh life into that into that quarterback room sure after this season but yeah. like in that moment in that game i would want to see chad Henney on the field over shane just i mean going forward sure like yeah give shane a chance let's just hope petra home stays healthy and, and shane can God, just learn yeah. whatever that, he wants from the homes being behind him yeah um but yeah for that moment in that game i, I I'm, I'm leaning towards chad and i'm glad i'm glad he went out there and did his stuff and, and got the homes back on the field and you know Kept us in that game effectively because that touchdown drive was arguably one of the most important drives of the of the and game. What happened? Oh, without a doubt. What happened? His first postseason touchdown. Travis Kelsey lobbed the ball away and it's gone. He's lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought so, whoever caught it had handed it back in or something or had agreed to hand it. No, back in. Did I not Travis. It I don't know if you've seen new heights from this week, but Travis Kelsey is on a mission to try and find that ball because he didn't realise that it was his first postseason touchdown. And he said, if you get the ball back, I'll make it worth your while, basically. Look, I'll, I'll compensate you for it. Just get the ball back for me, please. We didn't realise it was his first one and I chucked it away. <laughs> so he's going to, whoever's got it, are going to get compensated by Travis Kelsey to give the ball back. <laughs> that, that's not bad. I, I would take that compensation. Oh, well. yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I found it quite amusing, though. He's looking for the ball and he's lobbed it in the crowd. <laughs> Oh, sorry, lad. You know, I apologise. I'll get it back for you. Um, the, I suppose one other plus with the game as well. I say one other plus apart from Chad Henney's performance. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, twelve carries, ninety-five yards, at seven point nine a carry. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need to be able to run the ball this week, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like the last few weeks have been. Uh, to use the phrase trending upwards i think for pacheco mm. like he's he's looking good at the right time yeah he's getting better every game he plays um, that confidence yeah. i think yeah, it, it, it really does feel like it, that. it does doesn't it? it feels as though he's peaking at the right time and that it's just that confidence builder since he took over as the number one back from clyde edwards Alaire, 
he's just gone from strength to strength to strength every single game. And I think he's that kind of power back that's going to do the hard yards for you, the short yardage, you know, the um, the kind of the, the red zone yards if you want to run the ball. I think you're not going to get that kind of... He's not a jump cutter, you know. I posted something in the chat today. I don't know if you guys have watched it. Um, Chase Brown running back from Illinois. He's the kind of guy that maybe you'd run on kind of your first down, second down. Like we run committee, you know, by committee. You know, we don't have, we're not the Titans. We don't run with the kind of Derrick Henry. It's all on you offense. Um, but I think you need that balance between the two. But he, he seems to be able to have both of them. But I think if you can limit the carries, because we all know running backs have a short shelf life in terms of the NFL. If you can limit his carries a little bit um, with somebody that's going to do the kind of early down stuff, he can make teams, he can punish teams with his uh, his strength and his power. And he never, ever stops. His feet never stop going. He never stops churning. When he's tackled, his feet are still going just on the hope that maybe somebody, it's an arm tackle, they slip off him and he can pick up a few more yards or just another half yard. And I, I love that in players. I absolutely do. I think he's brilliant. For a seventh round pick, he has been superb. Bargain. Absolute bargain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can ask for more um, from a seventh round pick? God, no. Uh, myself and Tomo were talking last week, and we were saying kind of 15 carries, 80 yards. If you could get that over him week in, week out, you'd be very happy. That would go a long way towards getting you a balanced offense. It would make the passing game more dangerous because you've got to account for him. Mm-hmm. You can't just drop back and drop deep. Like, he... He's producing week in week out in in ways that Clyde never did. Like, well, yeah, it's just yeah, he is. Uh, th- there's no getting around it. He is RB one, um, mm-hmm. even when Clyde, whenever Clyde's healthy, which is probably this week. And I'd probably put Clyde at, at running back three going forwards after Jet uh, as well. Uh, absolutely yeah. after McKinnon. Yeah, yeah absolutely after his there. touchdown performance this season. The amount of touchdowns he's reeled in this season. Um, yeah, I mean, sorry, Clyde. I know, I know you've been out, and it's not been your fault because you've been injured. But these guys were out, are outperforming you before your injury. So I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough coming back for Clyde from that, I... um, especially because they've stepped up. Yeah. Um, at the right time, these two guys, uh, Jet and and Isaiah, um, it's going to be tough for Clyde. I agree. I mean, I think for me, it's you want that kind of perfect trio of running backs. You want somebody. You want a power back. You want somebody who's your kind of he's the reliable receiving back, and then you want somebody maybe who's that elusive back. So you've got that kind of perfect trio between the three, and the elusive back, not necessarily the kind of main receiving back because Jet has been superb as a receiving back this year. The elusive. I'll one, tell you what he's done. I'll tell you what he's done better than anything else. Yep. Is his pass blocking? He's been great. He's absolutely unreal. Yeah, yeah. You see that? I think was that an absolute stonewall oh, yeah. tackle on yeah. Sunday. Oh, he lit him. Abs- yeah. oh, it was about twice After the way. injury as well. <laughs> was like, you ain't getting my quarterback. Whack. <laughs> absolutely down like a him. sack of shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those ones where you see it during the game, and as soon, as you, even from watching it on TV, mm. as soon as you see it, it's ooh, ooh yeah, yes, you, you, exactly you verbally right. say something. Make me a mm, gift or yeah. a meme of that, will you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like they've been great, but kind of the elusive back, or what you think of as the elusive back, from when he came out of LSU, was was Clyde Edwards-Helaire more so. But I think this year, I think it's it's kind of his contract year, and I I don't think you know I wouldn't be surprised if they let him go. Um, and they bring in somebody as a, a kind of an elusive back in the draft. Um, ideally, somebody like the guy I posted in our, our chat today, I think I'd love for us to, 
to draft him later on. Um, but I think for me, you've got to bring Jet back. Um, I was surprised that we didn't actually bring him back at first last year, and then I thought they kind of sort of sent and brought him back, and I'm glad they did because he's been absolutely superb. So I think he's a great fit with the team. I think those two are great going forward. You just need one more that kind of slight kind of elusive back that's got the jump cuts in the arsenal. You know, it can make people miss. He breaks ankles. Um, you've got the perfect trio of that committee back then. Um, so I think they've been great. Honestly, they have been. Uh, I can't fault them whatsoever. And they just seem to be hitting the stride at the right time. Everything seems to be kind of in the right place at the right time. Um, I'm just looking at, over the cap here, and if you cut Clyde, you would have two and a half mil dead money, and you'd only save eight hundred and sixty-five grand against the cap. If you traded him, you'd have one point three mil dead money, and you'd save two mil against the cap. So, <laughs> even if you who's going to trade for him? A, well, even if you get a fifth rounder well, from him, something yeah, like that, yeah, you know. From a cap point of view, it would make more sense. You'd get an asset for it. It's, yeah, it, it's not so much the money for me. It's a case of like that you could draft somebody else that's got potential and you can give those guys or, or them the reps. It's not giving him the reps. Well, I think you just let him, you draft someone and then let him and cl- the draftee and yeah. Clyde fight it out for who's going to be our B3. Yeah, that would camp. Let's see how we go. You'd, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. That, so, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. I would love, honestly, the big. We'll not talk too much draft yet because we've got that to come. It's early doors, but for me, I'm. I can't help it. I'm a big. I'm a draft guy. I'm, every day is draft day for me. Um, and Chase Brown, just look him up. I mean, did you did, mm, yeah. did you actually watch that video I put on the chat? Today? No, I haven't looked at it yet. You've got no. to watch it. Those guys, that that guy's jump cut. He breaks ankles. It's ridiculous. He's excellent. I, I like the sound of him. <laughs> He's excellent. Um. Owen, question for you. Put your safety helmet on here. (laughs) Travis Kelsey had 17 targets. How did the Jags not cover him? Because they don't have Derwin James on their team. Well, yeah. If you want a safety answer. Body slam James. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, mean, you could ask that about 99% of the teams in the league. How did you not cover Travis Kelsey? It's because he's so bloody elusive for someone who's massive, the size that he is. And how elusive he is, and and, and how shifty he is on the field. Um, it's it's because it's too difficult to, to cover him. It doesn't really matter yeah. what team you're up against. It doesn't matter what secondary you come up against. Um, he he's he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, tight end in league history. So it, it, it's it's not about yeah how do you stop him. It's about you know how do you slow him down as much as you possibly can because it's pretty difficult to do either of those things. So. Well, those Chiefs fans, we say a similar kind of thing all the time, don't we? death taxes and Kelsey it's you're not mm. going to stop him you'll never stop him it's just damage limitation and I think people over the nobody yet is still nobody's found the formula the thing is you can't play zone against him he'll kill you he'll sit down in the intermediate and just take yards but his yards out of contact are just ridiculous you know he's just he's strong he's a good route runner or route runner whatever you want to say sorry I get um Get myself into that American. I, 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 I always do that. Yeah, I always do that. Then when I say that to my English friends, they get so annoyed at me. I don't, it's rude. <laughs> I don't care. It's like it's it's a route runner. That's what they say. A route. So yeah, he's a good route runner. But by the same token, his yards after the catch, you just you can't bring him down. 
he's brilliant. I mean, the best tight end, aside, well, aside from Gronk, which I hate saying that because the guy grinds my gears so much. Um, Tony Gonzalez is the best tight end I've seen. And like, Travis Kelsey's just, he, he just surpasses both of them. He's, I've never seen a tight end like that guy. I'm not being biased. I really haven't. You know, if he was on another team, you, you couldn't deny it. You can't deny it. Um, how many more good years has he got in him? Towards you now, 32? 30, uh, 33. 33. 32, 3. With that kind of production? That, oh, that is, that is heartbreaking to hear. With that kind that of production? Really I mean, sad to hear, let, yeah. Let's look, I mean, what, you've got Mercedes Lewis at the, 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 the Packers, who's about 136. You know, but he's <laughs> he's used in red zone, and that's pretty much it. You know, it's just you you can't keep going that long. And I would like to think hopefully three years. But please, one thing for me: draft this guy this year, Dalton Kincaid. Bring him in. That guy is Travis Kelsey. Just Mark two two point oh. God, yeah, he is unbelievable. I would love to bring him in. But what about Graham Bell? I like Graham Bell. Graham They're Bell, great. Yeah, oh, Grey and Bell. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Graham. Bell was going to say yeah, the no guy on the telephone. Bell. Yeah, sorry, that, that was really... Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to do much at tight end. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking today, actually, do you know, that Blake Bell's more of your kind of blocking tight end, isn't he? Where you've got mm-hmm. your receiving tight end. Noah Gray this year has stepped up, just shot 300 yards so far, mm-hmm. which actually, it's quite decent for him. You know, you're sitting behind the likes of Kelsey. He's going to get a lot of targets. You, you've got your wide receivers get a lot of targets. But for me, I was thinking about who are the underrated players this year? Who's actually performed much better than I was expecting them to? Who stood up and surprised me? And Noah Gray was the name that came to mind. Mm-hmm. And he's made some... He's, he's not... He's not. You know, the numbers aren't as like high. Well, they're high for a guy who sat behind Travis Kelsey. Mm. But just, just the, the eye test, like watching him on the field and watching him make some of these catches yeah. is so impressive. He's got great hands. Um, he's made some, yeah, he's made some really impressive catches this season. Yeah. Um, props to the Chiefs yeah, for I, pointing I, I, him out, you know, spotting him and taking him, moving mm-hmm, up for him as well. He's, he's six. He's six in receiving. He's year. got more rece- receiving. He's yards. got more receiving yards for the team than, or for yeah, the, the team. Right. He's the got team. more receiving yards than McCall Harmon has this year. Now the qualifier to that is because he's been injured yes. in eight games. Yes, absolutely, I agree. But you know, that's not not a great fault. He's he's done his job. He's he's hauled them in, and yeah, he's. He, to be fair though, they don't tend to go that deep and that long with McCall Hardman. He's a gadget player. We use him on short, intermediate routes. He's not going to pick up that kind of. He's not going to be. He's more a possession receiver. He's going to be less than average in ten yards a reception. He's not going to be that kind of where MBS you would expect with his speed. He's going to be something like a kind of 15 to 18 yards per catch kind of receiver. But you know, that's that's not him. But yeah, he's, he's done a great job. Noah Gray, I think he's been brilliant. I'm looking forward to what mm-hmm. he can do next year. And I think... It, go on, sorry. I was just going to say, I'm just reading the stats here. A quick quiz question. Who is our receiver who has caught the least number of yards this season? <sighs> least number of yards? Someone has one catch on one target for six yards. Mike Burton. Nope, he's second last. He has 11 yards. <laughs> really? Yep. Uh, it's going to be one of the all-line uh, then, isn't it? Clyde. 
Clyde has 150 on 17 really? catches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been quite decent. He was actually receiving really well. It, it he was feels better like a receiving. while since he's even been on the field. Before he got injured, yeah. he was well, it doing... Has been, yeah. he, he was, it feels he, like it's Pacheco's team now. I can't he he was playing well in terms of receiving. Yeah, yeah. The receiving Seems back. Like distant um, memory now. Oh, I don't know, something like Nick Allegretti or something like that. Nope. Is it what positional group? What positional group? If I told you that, I'd give it away. Okay, okay. Full back. <laughs> Uh, oh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Levon Mahomes, the second, <laughs> one reception on one target for six yards. Is that yards. from Jet? I can't remember. Um, who has a pass for six yards? Wasn't McKinnon passing it? It was like a, almost no. like a flea flicker, and it actually, but it didn't work out. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, I don't actually see who passed to him, because... Chad Henney had no completions on two attempts, and Tommy Townsend had no completions on one attempt. So It'd have either been McKinnon, Kelsey, or Bell. Must have been. Oh, it could have been Jet, because Jet was a quarterback in high school, All three played quarterback. That's the thing, we've got quite a few quarterback high school college players and what have you. I have to, I have to go hunting for I've, the, I've got a feeling that it's, I've got a feeling it's Jet. I, I do think it's Jet. I, I think I remember it the play. But uh, I think it was a balls up of a play. Oh God, it was, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he took the I, snap. I like if it was intentional. He took the snap. If it was yeah. intentional, we definitely would have remembered. It, it, well, I think I'm pretty sure yeah, that Jet took the snap. Mahomes was out wide. He pitched it to Mahomes, and it just went tits up from there. It didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what yeah, it was, it was but right. I can't be certain. Uh, yeah, oh, that was an interesting little diversion. This this podcast has not gone how I expected today. <laughs> we'll do a little bit on the Jags game, half an hour in. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do a little bit on the Jags game as we've digressed completely and not really talked about it. We'll talk a little bit about the QB battle between Shane Bichelle and, <laughs> and Chad Henney. <laughs> the big story of the week. That was that was not on my list. Oh, God. Well, uh, it wasn't, was. on, we'll, wasn't on mine until it came up. <laughs> Um, I think we'll move on from the Jags game. Because, <laughs> hey, it's it's one. It's in the books. No one cares. Yeah, I think what we talked about during that little overview just explained how much of a of a like you know game that it just happens and you move on from it <laughs> because we ended up talking about some completely yeah. different things aside from the actual game itself. That, that's a great summary of it. That is a really good summary. Of I mean, it because... good win still. Good team win. Everyone seemed to chip in. Move on to the next yeah. one. Sort of. Yeah, thing. exactly. Move on to. The Cincinnati Bengals, half past 11 on Sunday night. What a segue. <laughs> half past 11 on Sunday it's... night, that is not not my favourite. Yeah, but anyway. it's better than quarter past one on a Sunday. Sorry, Monday morning. I don't know that it is right, because if you, have a quarter, if you have a quarter past one kickoff, you can have a sleep beforehand. And you can get kind of like a two-hour power nap, maybe even three-hour if you're oh, lucky. Neil, you British But man. if it's... A, if it's an eleven thirty kickoff, you don't really have chance to have that power. Exactly. Now. You go into the game drunk. <laughs> yeah, some of us are working on Monday morning. Like, I'll be leaving the house at seven on Monday morning. So. Do you get the train to work? Yeah. I do, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but you it, it'll be the getting it. It will be the getting up to go out to work at seven for seven o'clock in the morning that will be the issue. If I've had like a. A three-hour sleep before the game, and a two hours after, 
I'm 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 all right with that. But if we're finishing at three three thirty somewhere around there, <laughs> I maybe get two and a half hours, maybe get three at the most. Yeah, I'm sure the kids That's and Mrs. Blair would make sure that you were up for work. Oh uh, no, I'll be up before they will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind. I, I don't mind it. The earlier the better for me. I love oh, the yeah, late nine, ones. Nine o'clock, nine o'clock, yeah. Nine o'clock's perfect. Thank but for the playoffs, though, I love it. Already knowing, especially on Championship weekend, already knowing what team you're going to come up against if you get the win. And then just sitting back and, and everyone's gone to bed. It's just you or if you've got some mates over, you've got your mates over. Yeah. And it's just just late night football is, is so much fun. And it's, it's so much fun in the playoffs as well. But it's a week of training as well. Don't forget Be, the following talk, two weeks if... later, it's the Super Bowl. So it's a week of training. Same kickoff time. Before mm. we talk Bengals, then let's do that. Who are we going to play against in the Super Bowl if we make it there? Eagles. Picky Philly, San Fran game. Eagles, Holger. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the wheels fall off the Brock Purdy train this this, this weekend. I think um, he's had a good run. It's just but, um, meant to be, isn't it? Kelsey versus Kelsey. Yeah, and the Andy yeah, Reid Bowl. Yeah. yeah, and it's the Andy Reid yeah, Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think. As much as I'm tempted by the storylines, which is which does play a factor, I, I think the Eagles are the better team. Um, they've been the better team all season. I think um, Carl Shanahan as coach has butt off to get this Brock Purdy guy to, and, and you know, having gone through three quarterbacks to get to where he is. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, th- I think that, I think the uh, like I said, the world's going to fall off the wagon eventually, and I think it's going to be in this championship he's game. He's very raw. He's very new, Brock Purdy. And I think that he's probably. I, th- I think he's going to shit his pants, to be honest. Um, I think the Eagles, the Eagles' offense is 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 dynamic with Jalen Hurts back. Yeah. The, the I think when he went out, a lot of people wrote off the Eagles a little bit, just like in their Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Jalen Hurts back and firing in all cylinders, cylinders again, um, AJ Brown's a, an unbelievable weapon on f- offense, um, and all round they've got a great offensive line. Devonta um, Smith, yeah, I, yeah, Devonta Smith as well. I, I think they've got enough pieces to, to get the better of the 49ers' offense, and I think uh, the 49ers' defense. Sorry. And I don't think that Brock Purdy is gonna gonna perform as well as as he has been doing against that Eagles defense. So. Yeah, I, the I Eagles limped into the playoffs. Like their last four games, they struggled to beat Chicago, they lost to Dallas, they lost to the Saints, and they struggled to beat the Giants. But how many games were, were was Hurts out for that? Uh, he played in two of them and missed two of them. And then what they do? Okay. They go and smash the Giants. Absolutely. But the Giants are gash. Him. Absolute gash. Maybe, but like, you can only beat what's in front of you. You can, yeah, but I, I wouldn't measure beating the Giants. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm just uh, as any great. Shape. But it's still, it's a confidence booster. It doesn't matter who it is, the confidence is high, and it's going to be the same. And I think the after the now. end of the season, and I think after the end of the season, they had, like you said, like you know the, the, those those games and and those rough games ahead towards the end of the season. I think having a win like that in divisional round is, is huge. Being the one seed and and being like, oh, a little bit shaky, like. But then coming in and absolutely putting the hammer down the Giants like they did, I think they're going to go in there thinking we can do this. Like we're back yeah, to, they, to, to our. They, they rush for like 260 yards against the Giants, but San Francisco's defense is not the Giants' defense. You are mm-hmm. not rushing for 260 yards on those. No, you're not. Right. But it doesn't matter if you've got the likes of Brown, Smith, you know, Dallas Goddard. They've got some great players. They, they can beat you all over the park. They don't have to run the ball. If they want to throw the ball, they'll still beat you. I think they've got a great side, and honestly, it's just it's it doesn't matter. It, it, they could be playing absolutely gash. For me, it's Kelsey versus Kelsey in the Super Bowl. 
It's just it's got that thing, that. hasn't it? I'd love to. And that it. Andy Reid ball. Yeah, and, and and not to mention, like a, a game aside, the the post game weeks and weeks of Kelsey content that the NFL will pump out after that game. <laughs> the pre, the post game hug they do, the conversation they have. One brother's wearing the hat, the other one's not. You know, just crazy, just you know. the content the NFL will be able to get from well, exactly. that from that game and that matchup. And Mama Kelsey Oof. doesn't. You know, she's got two boys. In the Super Bowl, you know, it's it's going to be. I think it's ideal for her. It's just one of those things. I think that just it, it always seems to have been on the cards this season for me. I know Duncan doesn't want to hear it because he pre-season has money on Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl, and you know, a couple of hundred quid would be very nice. All of us would like that, but I just see that it's going to be Chiefs and the Eagles. So I assume you're taking the 49ers and Neil. From the way you've reacted to us, yeah, you certainly when you said uh, really, I am, yeah, I am, yeah, I am, yeah. Okay, um, okay. I mean, I mean, they've got a shot. I mean, they're, 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 well, everybody defensively, has. defensively, they are the best in the league, and offensively, well, I don't necessarily have a huge amount of faith in Brock Purdy. I do in Carl Shanahan, mm. and they have a shit ton of weapons, um, which. Brock Purdy just needs to get the ball to, like, you know, don't do anything deft. Um, if McCaffrey plays... Find McCaffrey in the flats. They, if they have they have a running game, like, they have Debo Samuel, they have Kittle, they have Ayuk, you can pass to McCaffrey, like, their... Their offense is, even with Brock Purdy, like, their offense is no joke. Um, mm-hmm. And Shanahan's, Shanahan's scheming plays is like Andy Reid's scheming plays. Um, you know he'll he'll get me open. Yeah, so. I'll I tell you the three people that have made Brock Purdy's job so easily, so easy in San Francisco, and why he's had such a great run, and why why the Forty Nine seem to have success with every quarterback you, they put into this scheme. Shanahan's Carl Shanahan, <laughs> it's Kittle and it's McCaffrey because Kittle's ability to block as well and be that extra blocker, as well as his ability to catch so catch some balls as well. McCaffrey out the backfield catching. And then Kyle Shanahan scheming around whoever's under centre for the 49ers. It's a killer trio for any quarterback, especially these like you know these younger quarterbacks that aren't as experienced and you know might not be as polished as as, as some of the league's veterans. So, yeah, having those three with a with a young quarterback is a dream combination for for, for Purdy. So, you know, uh, yeah, it, it'll be a good game. It'll be good fun. It'll it be will. a good warm up for the Chiefs Bengals. It'll be a it'll be a it'll be a tense one. I'll be watching with intent. I'll be sure. Honestly, oh, I yeah. think, to me, one of the big things about that is as well, I, I know the, the 49ers, you're going to have Nick Bosa kind of bearing down on you, but that Eagles offensive line is the best offensive line in the NFL at the minute. And I think that that ultimately is going to win out. I think that's going to be a, a, a big difference between the two sides. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I think they just know how to protect Jalen Hurts. And he's got that ability to be able to kind of. I mean, the design runs for them. It's a bit like a. It, it's a bit like kind of the Josh Allen situation, isn't it? You know, you get the design runs with the quarterback. I think I, I'm going to find it. I think if I was a DC, I'd find it hard to kind of game plan for those guys because it's just there's so many ways they can beat you. I mean, that's the difference. But Brock Purdy doesn't have that ability. You've got that extra element of Jalen Hurts being able to beat you. With his legs, I think with with the 49ers defense, so you don't need to blitz. 
Like you, you. No, no, D-line no. Is, your D-line is good enough to get there. Mm-hmm. So you, you rush for, you have a spy, um, and then you cover with the rest of them. Yeah, and they've been decent. And that, this year. That's that's how you beat Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I agree. But I don't think that. Do you think that Carl Shanahan's going to do that? Um, or do you think that he may get uh, a little honest, bit yeah, greedy I think, I think and? The... No, I th- I think that's how they do it. I th- I yeah, probably should do it. Yeah, I agree. But that's that's the approach you're gonna need to take, and I think, like, geez, if I can see that, then fucking can't stand it. You would you would hope so. <laughs> you would hope so. But you know, how much of a said is his DC have? <laughs> or, you, or you might see Neil on the uh, coaching carousel this off season. You know? yeah, exactly. Carl <laughs> Shanahan appoints hey, Blair. If Jeff Saturday can get a job, then I'd, I'd like to fancy him a chance. Let's hope a GM's listening in on this podcast, eh? Because then, uh, yeah, yeah, you might just get picked up, Neil. Yeah, uh, if Jim Ezra's listening this week, yeah, I'll take the coach job. I don't mind. I can work with Chris Ballard. That's fine. <laughs> We're picking at four in the draft. Oh, the quarterback there. Thank you very much. That's yeah. Um, so, Eagles 49ers will play the winners of the Chiefs and the Bengals. Um, who's confident? Me. I'll start with the, the big question. Me. Chris is confident. Yep. The one thing, do you know what? Owen, are you confident? I, I, I think my, my mood about this game changes every half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think that's why I am so excited for it. I don't think I've been excited for a playoff game, let alone an NFL game. Uh, this long in 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 I don't know how long. Um, it's gonna be special. It, it's gonna be really really good. I think the amount of trash that these teams are talking to each other, the amount of build up, all of the noise from the outside, it, it it's yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be electric. Um, where's it being played? I can't wait. Where's it being played? Burrowhead. Burrowhead. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping somebody didn't let me down there. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want that word to slip out of my mouth. It's ridiculous, um, and it will see you all. I like being the underdog, <laughs> though. Yeah, I do like being the underdog, though. I, I will say that. Underdog? Uh, we, are no longer, not... we are no longer the underdog. We are one point favourites. As I'm really just yeah. looking at Paddy. Powers it feels like now. that changes every day, though, because because yes, yesterday weren't we two point two and a half point underdogs? We were, yes. And, and then, then we were one realized... point underdogs later in the in the day. Early Sean, then we were actually one Patrick's and a half. ankle doesn't look too bad. Yeah. <laughs> we were one, I think early doors, our first openings, we were like 1.5 favourites, weren't we? We were, but then that and dropped then to like dropped. two and a half point underdogs in no yeah, time. Yeah. The thing is, for me, why I'm confident is because of the fact that offensively, I worry about the Bengals. I do worry about them. Our defence, uh, not bad. But they're better. Where? where? Where do you worry about the Bengals' offense? Where Look what they did the Bills like, last week. They tore them apart. The oh no! Oh, I thought I thought you meant like you're you're like as in if you were a Bengals fan, you'd be worried about their offense. No hell like, no you know, no. As a Chiefs fan, I'm right. worried about them. they Got, tore yeah, the Bills okay. apart last week. Right. Almost yeah, every I'm, I'm down, thinking, every drive. No, every yeah. down, every drive. They tore them to bits, and that yeah. concerns me a bit. But I've got more faith in our defense than I do in the Bengals' defense. Even if you say the offences cancel each other out, I would say that I'm more confident in our defence than I am in theirs. And that's mm-hmm. where I think it'll be a close game, but I think ultimately defence is where it's going to be won. And I think I don't... I can't count on Joe Burrow not throwing a late pick and shitting his pants. And I think that we ultimately come out with a win. They call him Mr. Cool or Joe Cool. 
I don't think he's going to be Joe Cool. I think he's going to. They have... have to put him on ice after this game. <laughs> I think he's going to have a decent game, but I think ultimately he's going to fall short this time, and he won't be smoking a cigar in the dressing room. <laughs> I don't want to see that again. Um, <laughs> his over under on passing yards is two hundred and seventy six and a half. I'll still go over on that. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. But he's going to make enough mistakes to to let the Chiefs in. Yep. For me. Owen. I don't know. It's a good line. It is a good line. Um, I don't know. I think the way the secondary's playing. Um, I don't know. Let's be controversial. I'll take the under. I, I'll take under. What is it? Two seventy. What? Two seventy six and a half. Yeah, I'll take the under. Two seventy six and a half. What the <laughs> Because but why not go two eighty or something like that? <laughs> they do the half because then you've got two seventy seven or two seventy six. So two seventy seven is over. Two seventy six. Yeah, is I get that. So that's, just, that's why they split the. I half. just don't understand why they're going to do that. Why they don't do it like kind of a, a half a whole number, like a five or a zero. Just my anal mind. Because <laughs> they'll be they'll be using averages of. Like the amounts he's yeah, yeah, in the yeah. past X number of weeks and such. Yeah, yeah. Like. I get that. I get that. Patrick Mahomes. Does anyone want to guess what Patrick Mahomes over under is? 300. 280. Oh, 280. Owen, what was that? 280. 282 and a half. Oh, oh. well done. Close. I'll take the under on that as well. Uh, yeah. With the ankle. If there wasn't the ankle concerns, I would say over. Now, the thing with the ankle concerns is like, He's going to be standing in the pocket, you would imagine, and passing from the pocket. But that makes me think that he may check down to the flats a few times to somebody like a Tony, like a Jet, or hand off to Pacheco. Yeah, a lot of Mahomes' big plays do come from from those outside the pocket. Dropbacks. Yeah. Yeah, dropping back a lot as well to give himself some more time to look at the field and scrambling out of the pocket and running around in circles and doing a backflip and... So what you're saying is Jarek McKinnon's receiving yards, so you're taking the over on 29 and a half? God, yes. Yes. 29 yeah. and a half, you, that's giving yeah. money away. And Kadarius Tony at 35 and a half? Yeah. <laughs> take uh, both of those. I don't know, because we're going to see Miko Hardman and... is it How is it getting confused with Miko and Miko? Um, and Kadarius yes. Tony on the field together for the first time. So I think Hardman's going to get more point. looks, um, and I think yeah, I think point. people haven't seen Hardman on the field for a while. So why not scheme him into loads of plays and 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 throw people off and throw defensive coordinators off? So yeah, yeah, I, I think under just because I think Hardman's going to be visible in this game. I I want to see them running the reverse where they pitch it to Tony and Tony pitches it to Hardman oh, or the or on the, the end other way around. I don't care which. Yeah, I don't care which way around it goes. Mm. Um, but they pitch it to one who pitches it to the other, and that would be carnage. <laughs> Ooh, Joe one one, one thing I will say to expect from this game is Andy Reid's playbook to be wide open if Mahomes is healthy. Oh, God, yeah. Because oh, I think he, he had to really hold it back last week because of Chad Henney being in the game mm. for a couple of drives. For Mahomes, you know, being limited in the pocket yeah. and not being able to scramble and, and do all the fun stuff he normally does. So if he's healthy... That playbook is going to be wide. The, whole open. Bible. the, spine, the yeah. spine on that book is going to be broken. How wide Andy Reid's opening it up? So, yeah, I, I think if he's healthy, you're going to see some stuff this weekend against the Bengals. You got, and I think it, well, it might, it might even play into our favour because this is where you empty your 
playbook. And well, you have to, around. don't this you? You're this all is in. Where you, this is where you have the A-plus players. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. all in. Mm-hmm. You, you throw everything at them. Everything. Yeah, I think that might be a difference maker. I think Andy Reid being able to to, to really like have some fun and, and, and really scheme some stuff up that... that that, you, that they're not going to be expecting, um, especially with Harmer coming back. If Mahomes is healthy, seeing Tony and Harmer on the field together at the same time is going to be really fun to watch, just oh. from a fan's perspective, a neutral fan's perspective. I've but, got it. Yeah, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. I've got it. Go on. Thick six. Thick six. This weekend, big man Tuddy. You think? Okay. What offensive lineman? Why not? No, Kalen Saunders. Kalen Saunders, get him in on the goal line again. Backflip into the end zone. No, yeah. but I mean, look. Oh, I, like, I like that. Yeah, they've like that. been building up to something like this. I mean, you look at that kind of, you know, the the ring around the rosy thing they did the other week. That there's just there's always something people aren't expecting. And are they really going to expect a big man Tuddy this weekend? I don't think they are. Who's your nominated big man for the big man Tuddy then? <laughs> Nick Allegretti. Yeah, he has been before. That was my first, that was my first thought there as yeah. well. Yeah, I think I want to be Creed. I'd love to see Creed catch a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, but how would you? How would you do that? You can't I don't know. Ball, I don't care, Neil. <laughs> Neil, I don't care. <laughs> snap it to himself. Line up at wide receiver. <laughs> Just from a pure, I love him. He is one of my favorite players on the team. I want to see Creed catch. A touchdown. What was it the other He's week? Number somebody's reported as eligible. <laughs> Oh, oh, the Raiders. The Raiders. Oh. Number 70, 77. That, that haunts me. I think, it was, is it, I think it's 67. I was sick uh, of hearing it. it. I remember because it haunts me from the Raiders-Patriots game that I watched in Vegas. It was honestly every every other snap was this was player it? is reported eligible. Honestly. Right. I it, didn't know like that. The Tannoy, the Tannoy guy just held his finger down on the button because he was saying it so much. There's no point in taking his finger off the button. It's so they must, every other snap. They must do this quite regularly then, because I mean, obviously we know we did it. In the, they did it in the Chiefs game, but the fact they did it against the Patriots as well, that yeah. they must do it quite regularly then. What? I mean, what yeah, what, it was. What's the point? Surely people know now. That it's just a lot of bollocks, and it's not gonna. He's not gonna receive anything, unless that's what people think. They go on, or do you know what? No one's going to forget about number 67 or 77 or whatever it is. And then when it comes to it, comes to crunch time, who picks it up? Who, who receives it? <laughs> 77 or 67. Throw everybody off for two years. Nobody's going to expect anything. Um, the Chiefs injury report has just come out. All right. Um, so McCall Hardman was limited in practice. Um, Willie Gay, Patrick Mahomes and Jarrett McKinnon were full participants. Right. And they are the only four names on the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs injury report. If that's the, the case, Bengals... sorry, just mm-hmm. very. Yeah, if that's on. the case, that means that Clyde isn't playing, unless yes. he's completely healthy. Because otherwise, they would have to declare him on that. Well, didn't they? They only need to declare him once he's off IR, and they haven't brought him exactly. back off IR yet, have they? If that's the case, he ain't playing. That's him done. Well, didn't they cut they cut lemons to make a space? Did they take that space for Hardman? I didn't see. I that. guess so. Yeah. Well, if Hardman's on their injury report, they must. Yeah, be. they have to because the, the, even though you only get declared on the injury report once you've been brought back from IR. Yes. Yeah. So if he's been declared on that report, it must be that he's taken Lemons' place, and that means Clyde is out and not playing this weekend. Um, on the Bengals' point of view. 
guard, uh, Jonah Williams, O-lineman, both did not practice Ooh, good. two days in a row. Jonah Williams is a decent guard. Um, DJ Reader, defensive tackle, did not practice, but they must fall participant. Oh, um, Hayden Hurst is limited in practice with a calf injury. That's the um, uh, kind of... Tight end. The, yeah, he's tight end. He looks like a bloody, like, almost like a cowboy. Long blonde hair and a tash. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's all that's on their injury report. Although they did have a few guys go to IR already, so they wouldn't. Have you mean there's no limited practice for Jim, uh, for thingy Jamar Chase? That's unfortunate. Unfortunately, <laughs> not. No, there's no mention of him there. Sam Hubbard was limited and then full participant. I like him. I must say, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, and Trey Flowers, hamstring, limited practice, then full practice. So mm-hmm. they're all trending in the right direction for them to play. It's going to be a hell of a game, isn't it? With, with this amount of healthy players as well, it's going to yeah. be it's going to be a, a special it, special game. Do you need to step up because their O line is absolutely dog shit. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Here, here's a hot take for you: Chris Jones gets his first playoff sack this summer. Oh, without a doubt, for me. Is that a hot take or is it? Well, hot take is in terms of like you know his track record. I I think I think he turns it around this weekend. I I think he finally gets on the board. Hot take. He's going to get two sacks. Hot take would be like he has three. I was going to say three sacks would be like a hot take. That that is a hot take. Three (laughs) sacks. When's the last? Has he ever had three sacks in a game? (laughs) Um, I don't know actually. I'd have to look that one up. I wouldn't rule out the possibility. I wouldn't either, but yeah, potentially. I could, I, he will. He'll get a sack this weekend. That all line is absolutely abysmal. He deserves one. He does. He does. And Neil's favourite, I think uh, Furious George is going to get one. I know Neil loves him. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a great moment. He's been getting he, better. You can't take that He's away. He's been getting him. better. How many draft picks, really, in all seriousness, in their first year, really show what they've got? It does take a couple of years for people. That all of a sudden Absolutely agreed, yeah. they Absolutely. turn out to be superb players. Some of them, some go. But look, looking back at this Chiefs 2022 draft class, I mean, I know it's a bit premature because the season's not over. Mm. But Trent, George, and I know Neil, you're not his biggest fan, but I, I think he's played pretty well this season. Yeah, uh, he's, been ja- fi- he's been fine. Jalen Watson at corner, that one-handed snag against the Jaguars. Mm. Uh, Zaya Pacheco in the seventh round, as well as Jalen Watson. It's been a it's been Ryan Cook and Sky Moore have got Chiefs. some stuff to show. They've shown a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, I expect that both going to take leaps next year. Certainly Sky Moore, I hope to God, and I expect that he mm-hmm. certainly makes a decent leap next year. Yeah, uh, it's, it's been a great year for this. For the, another great year for the Chiefs. Don't forget Josh Williams um, as well, cornerback. Mm-hmm. He's another one. Him and Jill and what's yeah, been with him? It's like it's been, been a bit good. of a battle, hasn't it? So. And I, th- I think the, these rookies have really stepped up when they needed to as well. I think it's not been a case of like, oh yeah, they played well when they got on the field. Like Trent has been has been solid all year. Um, Isaiah Pacheco stepped up as soon as we needed him with Clyde going down. He's really like you know flourishing that role. Mm-hmm. Jalen Watson's made some great plays this year. Um, it's been a really and, and they've stepped up into key roles at key moments and and perform well and 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 done their job. Do you know what? Um, One thing I would say about those, in terms of the defensive backs, well, specifically the Chiefs cornerbacks, in terms of coverage, we've got two in the top 21. Trent McDuffie's number 21 in terms of PFF grading 
for cornerbacks. Number 14, Lajarius Sneed. So, you know, they've done really well. They have, they've done, I mean, McDuffie's been brilliant. He has, he's been class. Um, mm-hmm. I wish he played the whole season. I mean, it was unfortunate he got yeah. injured, but he's been yeah. brilliant. I think he's just going to go from strength to strength. He showed a great... I mean, Washington breed good cornerbacks. They really do. And I think he was he was class. I mean, the other one, to the side, I really liked him as well, Kyler Gordon. He's had quite a solid season as well. He's had a solid season. But McDuffie was the better of the two, and I think he's shown out. He really has. Um, I'm excited for the kind of the next season of these young guys to push on. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good for them to play in the postseason. You kind of get much better experience than doing that. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. It's, it's going to be good. And, and the stuff as the stuff Pacheco was saying about yeah. playing here, like how he wanted this is what he wanted his whole life was to be in the NFL playoffs and 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 to be here to have that drive from such a young age. Yeah. Um, is going to be so so big for his for his progression. Um, I really hope he goes out there and has a huge game on Sunday. Because um, you know he's deserved it. He's, a, he's had a great season. Yeah, I agree. I do. Yeah, agreed. So we're gonna pick scores. So I'm gonna put you both on the score. Oh, I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna. Right, okay, then Chris can go first. Then. Yeah, you go first. I don't want to talk. So I said that their defense doesn't really bother me as much. Their all lines trash. Um. So it's a blowout to the Chiefs, then, yeah? No, I'm gonna <laughs> say. 30 21 30 21 okay a 9 point game yeah. so a 2 okay. possession game yeah 30 21 Owen um, still going 9 6 <laughs> yeah <laughs> snore yeah. fest yeah, yeah. I reckon we'll go to penalties um <laughs> Um, no, um, it's going to be close. I'm, I'm going to say 27-24. Um, I think I think Joe Burrow throws a pick on 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 the uh, the game tying or game winning drive. What did I say earlier? Um, I said the same thing. See, you're yeah, agreeing yeah, with me. Yeah, no, I, and, and <laughs> part of me is because I want it to happen because <laughs> I, I love a game. I love a game ceiling interception. Yeah, uh, yeah, 27-24. Uh, I think it's a really, a really. I think Pacheco has has multiple touchdowns on the day. That, that's that'll be my my take. Neil, I think I think he goes for it. Um, I really want to pick the Chiefs. Oh, don't be that guy. Don't say. Don't it. be that guy, no, Neil. I, I am not going to do it. I'm going to pick the Bengals. What? The the offense. Regardless of their offensive line, Joe Burrow gets the ball out in like 2.2 seconds, second fastest in the league. It doesn't really matter that their offensive line is dog shit. He still he just gets out too quickly. I really don't. I really don't like this matchup. I would have much rather played the Bills. Mm. I, I've said that a number of times on here. Okay. And I think they squeak us in a close one. 27-26. You have taken you have taken all of the air out of this podcast. <laughs> you I just, have completely deflated. I, I really hope I'm wrong, but Neil, you should have gone I, first. I, you should have given your I, prediction first. No, I, I, I'm just I'm just telling you, I I do not like this matchup. I have not liked it for quite some time. I give us Andy Reid scheming against a number one defense 
any day of the week and I would pick Andy Reid, no problem. But give me Spags against the number one offence or a very high ranking offence and I do not have that level of confidence. <laughs> like, so I, I really hope I'm wrong. But I hope I'm for your sake you're wrong. <laughs> by, by, I, I'm picking the Bengals by a point. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's, it's going to be fun either way. It, it's going to be a hell of a game. It is. Um, both for the, for the love of everything, I hope you're wrong, Neil. <laughs> I, I hope I'm wrong as well. <laughs> However, I've watched us lose three times in the last three games to the Bengals. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Mahomes has, although he's practiced fully, uh, you know, it was a high ankle sprain. Like, how, how healthy is he going to be? Well, we just we we haven't proved we can win this game yet. I mean, even with a twenty-one-three lead, was it last year at halftime, and we still couldn't prove we could win. Oh, this game. Well, that was just a complete fuck up. They won't repeat that again. But was but, it? A, it was that was a complete fuck up. But we've lost three times in a row to them. It, you know, when we lost to them in the regular season, I said they're a better team than us. But I also don't not... think there is a player that I would bet against with a chip on his shoulder than Patrick Mahomes. I, I, with a chip on his shoulder, with something to prove, mm. he does not like being punked on and he will not like losing four in a row and back-to-back AFC Championship games yeah. to, to, to the I, Bengals. I agree with you completely. However, it's not all within his control. Like We were going to beat them it's earlier not. in the yeah. season until, Ke- until Kelsey fumbles. Yeah. And it's going to come down to a play, maybe two plays like that. And we haven't made those plays when we've played the Bengals. And they have. We've got no pressure on Joe Burrow whatsoever. Yeah. I think I think the, the only difference between our two predictions is that me and Chris think that the Bengals will flinch and, and you think that the Chiefs yeah, will. Yeah. In, in that one play, that one moment, what, what a havoc. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's it's just it, and and that's why it's going to be such a good game because it is literally a cost of a, a, a cost of a toin, a toss of a coin, cost of a toin. Uh, who's going to come away with this? Yeah, <laughs> cost of a toin. Um, it really is though. It, yeah, it, it's yeah. going to be who who can make that play, um, and you know, Bur- Burrow's a great player, but you know, he's not an MVP. He's not a Super Bowl MVP. He's not a Super Bowl winner yet. Absolutely. And Mahomes has been out there and he's proved it time and time again that in those moments he he is the guy. And, and I don't know, yeah, that's why I'm back in the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, it's, really it's going to be right. hard. I really, really yeah, hope you're right. It's going to be hard for me to root against the Chiefs yeah. with that guy on the centre. So, you know, one leg, no leg, one arm. I don't one care. Finger, I'm, one I'm, thumb, I'm keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> Just sling it, baby. Just throw it. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm taking my home. Let's see. I, I agree. So, but do you know what? There's only one way we'll find out, and that's four o'clock. Monday morning, we'll know the result. So, until then, it's all speculation. Yeah, all you can do is wait around, and that's I, I kind of like watching all the the, the pre, the, like the build up and all and all, all the ramblings that go on. But part of me just like wants to lock in and not worry about it and just sit down and watch the game Sunday night. Get the hype because all the talking just, just yeah. yeah yeah because all the talking and how, stuff it's all, it all means Sunday... nothing. How long is Sunday going to be? Like, oh, yeah. Honestly, it's yeah. going to be like the month of January. Yeah, Everybody knows there's like 136 the days in January. Longest. So it's going, to, uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to be like that. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's strap be... in, guys. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Strap in. Absolutely. Strap in. Absolutely. Uh, right then, I think that'll do us at there in two minutes and 54 seconds or thereabouts. Um, enjoy the game, lads.
You too, mate. I hope you both are right. So, so do we. <laughs> God knows, so do we. Uh, and I, I hope next week we're talking about uh, Chiefs, whoever, I don't really care who we play in the Super Bowl as long as we get there, but I, I really hope we're talking about the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. Yeah. Um, so do I. Yeah, so Owen, thanks for your time, man. Thank you. Chris, thank you very much. No much appreciated. Um, and we'll say go Chiefs from one kingdom to another. Goodbye for now. <laughs>